Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now, your host, Scott Mulvaney, and our regular Wim Hof Method co-host, Travis Rosnos. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So, as I'm recording this this evening, we actually decided to do a double whammy. Uh, if you tuned into the last episode last month with our regular co-host of Mindset and many other things, uh, this gentleman goes by the name and brand, TravisRosnos.com. And if you tuned in last month, we talked a lot about minimalism. And we decided to hit that in a shorter power session, 30 minutes or less. It's something new format we're testing out. So this is the follow-up episode that I hinted at where we want to dig a little bit deeper into minimalism, specifically around relationships. So again, make sure you're checking him out at TravisRosen.com because he is the man behind the method of the drop, and he's helping men claim their self-mastery and vitality. So Travis, welcome back to the show, sir. Thanks for having me on again. Appreciate it. Yeah, this is a fun new format. Like literally, we all yeah. we did was hit, I, I gotta be transparent, ladies and gentlemen, like we hit stop and hit record again because we're just <laughs> trying something out. And if you follow us on YouTube, you're going to notice I'm wearing the same biking jersey because I literally, before we started both of these shows, finished doing a road biking ride and I was sweaty and I'm like, I'm just going to leave the jersey on and rock out. So no, you wear that every day. Oh know? yeah. I just love wearing tight stuff. Um, exactly. Literally, exactly. Look at this. this is like a, this is like a swimsuit material. You're, you're busting out of that thing, man. It's, it's a little awkward. Um, well, my, so cyclists aren't supposed to have muscle. Um, and, and my fiance is like, I don't care what you say. She's like, you're still too, too skinny. I was like, okay. Uh, like, that's a problem. Um, Congrats, by the way. I, I want to make sure that we serve on Oh, that. yeah. Thank you. I can't remember. Yeah. Have we, did we talk about that before? Huh. Well, yeah, we did. We did. And I, I don't know if like we, we got tuned up together on, on like right around when it happened, but I, I like had told a few people about it. I'm like, dude, like my, like my, my guy, like Scott, he's like dropping out of a plane, all that crazy shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh dude, we've, we've booked the helicopters uh, two weeks ago. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like, Bucket list. Uh, we are now committed to rent two helicopters in oh, Alberta, wow. Canada. Um, one for the advanced mountain, and one to take like her parents and and like mid level people. Because like we're like we should probably separate the group because people might not want to go right to that remote mountain and like freak out. Right. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> it's a whole sure. process. I, I didn't realize it'd be that complicated. Um, and we're trying to keep it minimalism. I I only wanted like twenty people to come up for like an adventure wedding, and nice. Now nice. we got forty. Nice. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Seriously, I, I'm not going to go off. I'm sorry, uh, we're coming off a topic. I tried to go with minimalism with uh, minimalist relationships, and yeah, then we'd have yeah. the after party in Pennsylvania where we're from, but only the cool people come to right. Alberta right. that right. are adventure junkies. <laughs> so, I I just didn't think that many people would actually be excited to. Or as crazy as we are to go it's, to go heli skiing. Yeah, it, it's it's a little edgy, right? So <laughs> I'm like, wow, we got from 20 to 40. Okay. So anyway, so speaking of that, relationships, minimalism, we're diving back in today, man. So yeah, why? Yeah, why should we be talking about this? Why do you think this is a concern that maybe people are afraid to talk about? Because I think people are afraid to talk about this. Yeah, it can be. Well, you know, it can be it can be a little challenging, right? Because um, our needs get met, whether you know, in toxic relationships too. 
right? Like we might find sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, I don't mean just sexually. I mean, you know, like, like basic needs, right? Like, like, you know, certainty or, you know, love on some level or, um, you know, the acceptance or, you know, Ooh, keyword there acceptance. That's true. Toxic relationships. Yeah. I think we allow a lot of stuff to slide yeah. over and yeah. accept it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So like what we're talking about too, right. It's like, wherever you are, if you're listening to this, like, um, you know, I know your audience ranges, but, uh, but it, it's like the more we hold in high regard, our boundary for who takes up our time, like, like, look, I know a lot of people have different philosophies around time or whatever, depending on <laughs> your thing. But like, I, cause I came from retreat in Hawaii a week ago and, um, they really put into perspective of like, you know, you have a calendar, like if you're setting up time with people, like use the scheduling software, have them find time on your calendar. And yep. like, like, don't, don't, don't try to mend your schedule to, 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 to get a meeting with somebody. And it's like, like the more you value your time, the more you truly value like what you're here to do and your mission and, and who you spend time with. And I, I've always known that, but I was like, yeah, like I really, really should tighten up how I like manage my time. Like not just get stuff done, but like, who am I, can I be more intentional with whom I'm allowing into like my calendar? And, and I want to pause on that because last time yeah. you had to reschedule cause you had a bunch of back to back retreats. Um, I think we rescheduled for this when we're recording this now. Did you notice that? Did you happen to notice if my time slots looked different on the online scheduler? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Hmm. Because okay. I, I did. I did a huge change on your exact did you, theme. Did you, like it. Did, I, you, did you cut off like the actual availability to yeah, be able? To, yeah. To I restricted it. I said. Yeah. And my own fiance called me on it and she's like, look, and you're supposed to be Mr. Lifestyle balance guy. You're Mr. Podcast, yeah. you know, health, business, lifestyle, balance it. And she, she totally yeah, called yeah. me on, She called me on my shit. <laughs> and I was like, right. she's just like, you're doing podcasts like, all the time. And I was like, yeah. She's like, why can't you just restrict it to certain nights? Or I was like, ooh, point taken. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I was still stuck in like ramp up mode and I just justified right. it that, oh, I got to keep all this time available so people can find time. Right. Well, guess what? The show's still going on. I'm still doing two shows a week, but now I've cut that specific. I now have multiple schedules enabled. So there's one specific schedule of specific dates and time windows that I only allow for podcasts only. So that's the new shift. So when people see podcast availability, that's the only thing that's allowed to happen during that time. And then coaching, consultations, those happen on different days and different time slots. So I'm really digging deeper into the software. So I'm glad you're bringing that up because we have these amazing tools and people don't realize how powerful they are. And even I got lazy and didn't realize I wasn't really maximizing something as yeah. simple as scheduling software. Yeah. Yeah. And like, 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 you know, go further, like where I'm taking this is like, like, let's be real, right? Like, you know, if, especially if you're in like your twenties, early thirties, or, you know, maybe you're single or whatever. I'm single. So I'm speaking that language, whatever. It's like, yeah, the weekend comes up and you get excited. It's like, oh yeah. Like maybe I should start linking up with people. And, um, I think the boundaries can kind of start to like come apart a little bit where it's like, oh, I have this thing planned Saturday, but like, yeah, I kind of, I have that need to want to connect with people. And so, you you know you start to loosen the boundary a little bit around who you let into your to, to your space and like the weekends are to be celebrated and be you know whatever it's it's not about like hey you shouldn't sure. you know whatever but i just i've just really noticed where it's like yeah minimalizing not like not being social but but like 
hey, is this relationship on the friend level or maybe a romantic level, like, where is it right now? And like, am I serving it fully? Am I showing up fully to that? And are they? And if it's not like a completely like, hell yes, like it's, 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 it's kind of like, you know, really make a decision on it because like, you know, <laughs> you don't want to just be throwing your time away because you're afraid to be like alone. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you're bringing this up because thanks to this podcast, I don't, I have no problem telling the truth about anything. I just, I, I become yeah. more transparent. <laughs> did I, did I tell you about the time then that my fiance and I actually broke up? I don't. Okay. I don't think so. Because she basically exercised her right to what you just said. If people aren't showing up, ergo me. Yeah. And it's become a drain. And prior to me, she had already gone through a nine-year drain with mm. somebody else. So she had already had that lesson. But she knew what it looked like. What's that? You knew what it looked like. Yeah. So – you know, and I I just moved back from out west, and I hadn't fully allowed myself to live in Pennsylvania again. Right, I'm still stuck in the adventures of Colorado, Arizona. It's been on past podcasts. I'm not gonna dig into it, but the point here was, she called me on my shit. She's like, "We're done." <laughs> and the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because two weeks ago, not even two, like a week ago, before you and I are recording this here, um, I had a Facebook reminder pop up. Like, you know, how they do this like, oh, you've uh, your friend anniversary. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, it came up like, oh, it's your four year friend anniversary with Kristen, my fiance, but I've known her longer. I, right. for, I forgot that I was I, I didn't know how to handle the, the, the breakup that well. So I unfriended her. <laughs> wow. And she even told me she's like, I was really surprised you unfriended me. I thought you were more mature than that. She's like. You know, you, you weren't ready for a relationship. And anyway, that whole process was my wake-up call. And I spent the next three months of the breakup digging deeper, doing the self-work, you know, probably stuff that you work with your clients on, pulling my head out of my ass is my is my now standard quote. And, okay. <laughs> uh, and realize I need to step up. Like, dude, like, all right, bro, like, you've been single for years. You've been a bachelor for years. You can't use this whole, I was a firefighter crutch. Like, it was... It was the lifestyle. I didn't want to allow somebody to get close to my heart. Blah blah blah. Right, that was that was right. my spiel for years, dude. And, yeah, uh, yeah. So she, hey, she, she's a smart. She's a horse vet doctor. And yeah. to your theme here, you she cut she me out. So that's great. Well, I mean, you know, like that's uh, besides like the actual breakup. It sounds like, like you know she stood in the like the boundary like she had a boundary and was like she did what you said she said listen i have a choice you're either you yeah know, totally. growing my life or draining my life yeah well and then you came you know you, that was probably really attractive to you right i didn't realize uh, one of the things i realized during my self-work was um i wasn't allowing her in i wasn't allowing myself to connect deeper with her so how, yeah. how could i say like a lot of guys would have just moved on or girls. And for this is the first time in my life where I was like, wait a minute, did I even give her a shot? You know, did I give us a shot? Did I actually, I, mean, I had so many freaking walls up. So yeah, I didn't realize I was draining her. And a lot of, uh, I know you work a lot with men, but I found through the self-work and the research I did that a lot of women go through that. They allow yeah. people to drain them to a point where yeah. it's a breaking point and they just, once that door is closed, yeah, it's right. almost impossible to reopen it. I'm not. I'm not a love doctor. Yeah. I'm just going. I'm going off yeah. of the stuff I learned. 
Right. No, no, I, I hear you. It's, uh, it's really interesting what you're saying is, um, well, like I was, I was recently on another podcast too. We talked about kind of like intentional dating and like the, in like a distracted world and like a disconnected world. And also like in the world of me too, like we don't need to go down that path, but like women being drained where it's like, I, I think men will pseudo get into situationships and it'll be like a few month thing. And then she might be expecting some sort of decision-making or some more like deeper commitment and the conversation's not had and guys will tend to like dance around it. And, and that might be the energy drain that you're referring to mm-hmm. um, on a non-committal level. And I, I kind of cut that from my life too. Cause I, I, I noticed that I used to do that. Um, and instead of like not caring and being like, well, no big deal. Like I really looked at that and it's like, well, I'd rather not be in, in like, involved if i'm not ready or if i'm not going for it at that stage in my life versus like get into something and then like drag that person around and not like respect the fact that they might want something a little bit more i stayed single for all those years that was my Mm -hmm. thing i'm like i didn't want to let somebody get close because then i'm gone in the mountains for time and blah 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 blah. i'm like i was like that's why i was like i didn't i didn't even pursue matters of the heart i just shut that piece of my life down and that i realized that probably wasn't the healthiest thing but sure that was my excuse. I'm like, I have two years. Just didn't allow it. Spent a lot of time mountain biking and hiking. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, when it comes to relationships, like just not even romantic, like, um, yeah, like this whole, the topic of like minimizing down, it's like, um, it, it is really important. Um, I think for, you know, there's obvious reasons, but it's also like, when it comes to like, when we've noticed we've like, when you have like a downtime in your life or like something wrong go, you know, happens or there's a tragedy or whatever, it's like the people that are sort of on the fence, you know, maybe they're, they're just sort of cheerleaders in your life that they may, they might be cheering you on, but they're, you're not we all have really, them. I hope so. Yeah. I hope, I hope some yeah. of us have that, but yeah, where you're not growing with them. It's, it's sort of like, you know, yeah, like, will they be around and really support you in times of strife or whatever, right? There's this system, actually, that I learned recently that I think is really, really relevant to what we're talking about. Hmm. One, twos, and threes. Like, outline your week. Um, and outside of your time of, like, productivity and what you're creating and all of that, like, but when you're when it's connection time with other people, social to romantic or whatever, like, uh, write down, like, the top, let's say, 20 people or groups you spend the most time with. And uh, not like rank them, but 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 just write: Are they a one, two, or a three? Like if if it's a if it's a one, they're more like, you know, they're in your past. They might be college friends or whatever. They're they're cheerleaders, cheerleaders, right? They're they're not bringing you down, but they're not like advancing you really in any way. It's like just... a pardon this term. It's like a fluffer. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. It's the first thing that came to right? my head, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're just fluffing yeah. me along. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And a two, a two is, a two is like, you know, you put next to that person or that group, even like a two, it's like more of a, they're on the same journey as you. Like it's a collaborative supportive based relationship where if you cultivate it appropriately, like you can call on them and you can ask them questions. It's not a mentorship relationship. No, you've you've built like a a camaraderie. There's a mutual plane of existence where you actually get and understand what each other are going through. I get that. Yeah. And hopefully in a healthy way, right? Not like in a And so number three then is like a mentorship relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like how much time you're actually spending with, with, you know, 
paid or unpaid mentors in whatever way that you're cultivating that it's like people that are actually they've been where you want to go and like you're really talking about how to get there and it's like 80 percent of your time should be spent or more like in that twos and threes right but most people will be spending time with like the ones still you know interesting point yeah i like the simplicity of that too the ones twos and threes it's funny because while you were talking about this and again for our video feed i want to share Travis's site again, ladies and gentlemen, travisrosnos.com. But when you go to his main homepage, you'll, you'll see the drop, you know, helping men claim their self mastery and vitality. But when you scroll down, I really like these new four bullet points. I don't think these were here before. You, this was part of your revision and your honing of your process, right? Yeah, just getting really tighter on what yeah. feed. But like this first point, I think we were kind of digging into this, like avoiding a deeper understanding of the stimuli that trigger our closures to all of who we are. It's easier to cycle back to the willpower approach. I feel like that's kind of, I was just, I scrolled right back down to that and it was the first thing that stood out to me while you were talking about this stuff, is that are we actually digging deep enough to that level of understanding and realizing these things? I think that's part of the problem too. Self-understanding, yeah. yeah. We've, we, I think I think with those, like, those number ones, I think we're allowing too much stuff to be surface level and do you think yeah, right. What do you think? Is there like a fear factor there? Is there a fear of going deeper? I think uh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, the person that you'd, you'd have to grow into when, when you're playing with, you know, you're hanging out with twos and threes more often is scary. That means things have to change yeah. and change to the human being, right? It's just scary. It's like not safe and it's, it triggers all these like survival, like, oh God, <laughs> you know, it's, we're, we're, we're unconscious most of the day. Yeah. Like, it's like you're yeah, we're, we're robotic. And again, I, I, again, for our audio listeners, podcast world, because this is on YouTube as well, but delay your second point here, you, we're delaying the transformation. You know, that's, that's your second bullet point here. Feeling accomplished in life uh, can make it hard to come to terms that anything needs to change in the short term. And it's common for destructive activities to be the center of bonding and socialization. So it's just interesting because like this delaying of transformation. And again, the point before that, you know, avoiding the deeper understanding I think I th is this part of like how you start a lot of your coaching is just trying to get people past this surface level stuff and starting to think a little bit deeper, like something as simple as the one, twos and threes. Like, do you realize that you're, you have no twos and threes? I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so the one, twos and threes thing is like a, it's, it's sort of like a, a technique that I learned recently when it came, when it, like we were talking about time being spent with other people and how delicate that time should be. And like, that's a way to like, look, like, what are your numbers add up to and all that? Those points are uh, the basis of essentially like, like getting to feeling alive and super excited and like kind of mastering your experience, really feeling like you're authoring it versus like kind of reacting to it. Um, those, those are the problems that I'm seeing. Those are themes that I see hmm. um, from, from, from men that, that they're not aware of. Right. Uh, and they're trying to like, willpower and force their way through some of to, us are good at trying to muscle everything yeah to their to their growth and the rest of it the rest of those other points it's um like minimalism minimalism as like as like a theme and all like the relationships and like all of this like inventory management stuff that we're talking about kind of like in the in the background of life mm -hmm. is like that stuff will naturally become a little bit more obvious when we begin to understand ourselves on a deeper deeper level right like because then we'll all, all of a sudden have more 
self-esteem and be like, you know what, like I, I do want to take care more of my, my time. And like, I don't want to be spending time like with people that may, like I'm not growing with blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, so my recommendation, like, well, like to, to, to put a bow on this stuff is some of this inventory stuff. And like, when it comes to like making big changes in our lives and grooming the time we spend and all of that stuff, like it's all important, but to, in my opinion, it has to come it will naturally usually come after like a deeper understanding of like your background and yourself and your like kind of emotional intelligence and all of that stuff. Hmm. Otherwise then you change the pieces around and like it's aligned to certain values, but you haven't really, you haven't done some deeper transformation personally. And then that those might not even align your value. Like, yeah. So it's kind of going back to like that whole old, old school saying, like you're putting the cart before the horse. You know, yeah. like, like a horse drawn cart. It's like, guys, like, did you do the work necessary to make sure that those changes are sustainable? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, you know, um, yeah, this it's all, you know, I'm a, I'm a coach, right. I'm obsessed with the human condition and human potential. So like, oh, you yeah. know, a lot of, a lot of what we talk about is sort of through that lens of, uh, development. Right. And, um, it's not a linear experience, no matter who you are. Right. Um, and you can get there in many ways. I, I think but. that's also important too, going back to the relationships theme here is that you yourself as a coach, because I, I mean, I coach business, business clients all the time. And I tell people, I was like, you know, I don't need your business. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, you and I are not connecting. <laughs> so I don't have to work with you. I would, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to reject you. I'm just saying you don't get it and I don't have the time. So I would rather help you f move on to find the right coach, the right mentor. Um, right. I think so many times people professionally, this is, this is a great connection wow. on the relationships. Like definitely, they're definitely. just happy to chase the money. I'm like, no, that's what's draining you professionally. Do you see that at the business level too? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I did 10 years in, in technology sales and corporate America. And it was, that's the other thing is we're right. We're in a culture that across the board, you know, you're really looking at a reward system that motivates like busyness. It's a thinking based society. Um, it, not the thinking is bad. And I'm not talking about mindset thinking. I'm talking about literally like problem solving, rationalizing, like quick thinking all the time. Um, and like half of our, like more than half our intelligence in our hearts and our guts, other places, it's not in your mind. <laughs> um, and so, so it rewards basically like, like quick decision making and and all i'm saying right is and it's different by a region but then when it streams over into relationships it's i think there's quick decision making being made too oh i need to get into this relationship right i need to do this and that I mean, we are seeing people get married a little bit older these days you're seeing changes happen but you still do have um I, i'm just i think people spending a lot of time right we spend if you're in a corporate environment you're spending like the majority of your weeks in an office or in an environment that can be fairly intense. And you do that for a few years, it grooms your behaviors and you're like, oh God, yeah. you're, you're conditioning in a way where that um, it leaked over into my dating life and my relationship like field as well. Like it was just busy, it was surfacy and it was really fast paced. We are all a product of our environments. We, we don't realize it, but it's just, it's a natural right. process. Our, our, brains our bodies it's we are an adaptive species yeah sure we don't yeah, even exactly. know we're adapting when we're adapting right totally 
Yeah. So, you know, that's, it's a bit of a tangent at the end, but, but it's super, it is really important. It's like, you, you can really, you can really create a life, you know, that's balanced if you, if you know some of this stuff around minimizing things, but, but you still, you live in a corporate world or, you know, you kind of, you have a business, you can have that stuff. It's not like you have to get rid of that, but. No, actually, thank you. That's a good point because. If the rest of your life, if the rest of your life is also really like busy and fast and it's not intentional, like, like, like a work environment and a corporate environment can be, it's like, that's when things get chaotic, Hmm. you know? Yeah, I think. I like the connection on that because I used to probably, I probably throw around the corporate term too much because like you and me dude, like I, I did it sales. I've been yeah. in a lot of different corporations and yeah. I don't miss it, but it doesn't mean like people who are hearing this have to leave that space. It's just become more cognitively aware of what you're surrounded with and the energy that's influencing you. And that means yeah. like, listen, it doesn't mean you go leave your job. It's just, right. okay, be yeah. aware of what's influencing you there. And, right. and then back to our relationship minimalism, you don't need to be best buddies with your coworker if he's a negative Nancy. When you right. leave work, maybe don't go to happy hour with the negative people. You have a choice on who you're spending your personal time with because that's your life balance. Right. And I think a lot of people just feel like they have to spend time with their coworkers. I, I've never I, been. I've never been friends with my coworkers. I, yeah, younger. Wow. I mean that. You know. Wow. That piece right there. Um, you know, because. 22 to 27 for me was a lot of entertaining, you know, being like a sales rep and like the advertising. Oh, yeah. I'm a sales and marketing professional, man. I'm with you. I, it's a lot yeah. of fluffing. So, <laughs> so I really realized like looking back, it was like, not only like was that, you know, look, I was making good money and I learned a lot and there's all the great things, but like, not only was I like not really doing a lot of what I really wanted to do, like a lot of my Wednesday through Friday evenings were also spent with, with people where there was the texture of like, this isn't, this isn't really a, like a cooperative relationship. Like I'm truly trying to get something out of this and so are you. And as I matured a little bit, I started to really, really feel that, you know, I was like, God, I'm spending so much time on like outside of work time with still on the work circle of influence. Oh, yeah. Huge. And, and I think, that, I think we're all groomed that way. Like you're supposed to follow like the, the, and we won't, we have to use the corporate thing. We'll call it, I don't know. Like a lot of people feel well, like that, that's how you grow your career. And I'm like, well, no. like networking, right. I think there is an assumption yeah. that like networking in your career involves after work time spent with people that might not really ever align with your values, but that you exert a lot of like time and attention to. And like, yeah. I think that that's a shame. Um, for sure. I like that point because I, I, there's been a lot of good takeaways already tonight. But I mean, that's a big one for me too because I'm connecting with you, man. Like I can remember, man, like me now, like dude, back to your you know scheduling and minimalism and the people you spend time with. Like, okay, I I moved my podcast hours because it's spring and summer now, and I had meetings in the capital of Pennsylvania today in Harrisburg, and I had a two hour drive back. First thing I thought of is I'm driving back. I'm like, dude, it's road bike night. Because I don't have to talk to Travis until 8 p.m. my time. So yeah. I literally got home at 6 p.m. One of my mountain biking pedals was broken on the mountain bike. And I went to this, like, wait a minute. I've never biked this other bike shop where I bought them at. So I, I put air in, the t- in my road biking tires. I haven't been on my road bike yet this season. So instead of driving to the bike shop, I biked to the, ro- to the bike shop with the pedals in my jersey pocket. Had them 
overhaul it, whatever I couldn't figure out to fix it, and then buy home. Right. Nice. <laughs> and now I'm talking to you because I allowed that new window back into my life. Yeah. But if I was in cool. my 20s, I'd be at the bar yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Like I'm entertaining a client or something because it's well, it's only a Tuesday night, maybe not Tuesday night, but like Thursday nights, two Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays. Man, you're making me flashback. I can't. I lost track of how much. Yeah, I it know. doesn't have to be it's, alcohol, but there was a lot of alcohol. Social time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's, it it may have advanced a career. You know, it did inva- It did, in fact, advance my career and all that. And so it's not like completely a wash, but. You know, I think it's, it's again. I think we're, the theme here is we're not saying stop all that, right? It's no. It's no. aware. It's awareness. It's totally awareness and and finding balance. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, even if I would have kind of come into some of this stuff like a couple of years earlier, it would have been awesome. I found it a little later, I think, maybe. Um, well, do you ever believe in that saying, like, everything happens for a reason? Everything happens for a reason, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we can't change the past. But like, at least, at least you have, you and I have found these lessons. It took me longer than you, right? I'm 40 now. So there you go. I just get around to getting engaged at 39. Now I'm, now I'm 40 and I'm like, I didn't start picking up on this stuff until my mid thirties. So you're yeah. ahead of me. Yeah. yeah. I hear you, man. Well, it's been great, man. I, I love, I've loved these. I've loved the topics and the, the tie-ins we've talked about today. It's this great. was fun. Yes. Again, ladies and gentlemen, who hears this episode, literally, Go back to last month's episode with Travis. You can go right to livethefuel.com and use the search engine. Just search for Travis because I think I've only had one other Travis on the show. He's a blue. He's got blue blocker glasses that he designed. Um, but the point here is like this was something new, a new format. Went with thirty minute power sessions, and last month's episode was specifically on minimalism. And then this episode was just getting you guys to wrap your heads and and actually apparently wrap our heads around the past and the present around uh, these relationships and how we've changed and morphed these things and become more aware to find more balance and not just actually hard coding your schedule, but the time you're spending with the right people. So, so Travis, back to you. We always have our co-hosts close out the show. It, now that we dug deeper in its relationship stuff, is there like an all encompassing message on this one we want to leave behind to kind of just say, listen, if this is like, I don't know, it could be a tip. It could be like, Hey man, there's yeah, a lot of stuff yeah. to work on. What do you got? Yeah. Yeah. Not really a tip. I, I, I think, um, I'm really like, I'm trying to operate as like a walking permission slip lately. And like, so I just want to give whoever's listening, like a p- permission to be like, you're not wrong to reassess who you're spending a lot of your time with and, and to, to actually develop boundaries that can, can better help you out, you know? And, um, if you notice that maybe there's a lonely piece or whatever, like that's cool too. Like, um, I think, yeah, like just, I'm just giving you permission to like, you know, there, there, there can be tough conversations on the other side of that. Right. That might have to happen and all of that stuff, but like, uh, it's very important, you know, so it's worth your time spent on assessing it. I like that. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Travis is giving you permission and I think you need to give yourself some permission in life. Well, listen, stand by. I want to give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, our new power quick session. I'm loving these things. This is a different format. So that again, check out Travis I've said it before. 
Again, his methodology, the drop. You're also going to find out that when you go to his website that he is a he works with the Wim Hof Method Workshops. So that's right. If you've ever f- heard of Wim Hof, the Iceman himself, uh, this guy has studied with him, so he knows a few things. And then also check out his Lean In blog and go to his Connect page too because he's got a great mission statement there you need to check out. And he talks a lot about heart-centered leadership and, and, and uh, a humble warrior. And I'll let you guys dig in. But again, another powerful with a fuel episode. I love having Travis on as one of our regular co-hosts because we're getting a lot deeper into this mindset piece and lifestyle balance piece. So there you go. Two back-to-back episodes around minimalism. This one specifically around your relationships. And Travis has given you guys permission to maybe dig a little bit deeper and figure out, is it working? Is it not? So thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, go to lilyfield.com. You can find all the episodes that Travis has been on. I got a simple little search engine tool on there. Just search Travis and you'll find them. All right, guys, have a great night. Remember, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, First off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7s resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brand section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and Epilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, Please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please, submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, 
a disease, etc. Remember, podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.